0: You're listening to What's
1: Your Number. The podcast where we ask ourselves and others that age-old question, what's your
0: number? In the hopes that telling these stories from our sexual past might help us get a little closer to understanding why we are the way we are. I'm Olivia, recording from Barcelona. And I'm Mariah, recording from New York City. right welcome back to what's your number (laughs) uh yay um hello hello uh yeah so today um we're gonna be talking a little bit about uh passing through like a like a tumbleweed blowing through the desert um (laughs) very specific metaphor but um actually kind of fitting for this episode um have you ever hooked up with somebody and realized and like kind of known that, you know, you're just passing through, may never see them again? I'd say the majority of my hookups, Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. As as I as I like came up with that theme, I was like, yeah, that's I. how is that different from any other? But I feel like like this is like very like Jack Kerouac, like mm-hmm. travel traveler, like we you know we spent some time on the road together okay
1: yeah no no I mean there's definitely gradations to it for sure mm-hmm. yeah yeah
0: yeah okay well, Cool. yeah that's the story I have today um but first do we have any uh housekeeping we need to get out of the way I don't think so I mean my house feels fairly kept how about yours <laughs> Um, not kept at all. I have a bunch of laundry in my living room that I've had for like the last two days. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like it's been, it's it's been a minute since we've had a You and Me episode. have you been? It has been. It has been a minute. I've been good. I, um,
1: yeah, I, I've just been starting this new job and kind of, it feels like w- uh, winter arrived yesterday and Everything's just kind of happening at once, you know? Just like you will work
0: now in the dark. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's that is really depressing. <laughs> yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know what? I, I, winter hasn't quite hit here. It was seventy six degrees Fahrenheit yesterday. Oh shit! Damn. Yeah. Damn. I know.
1: I mean, it was it was seventy two here today, admittedly, but it was just okay. But so you know, I'm obviously exaggerating. <laughs> but like, it was daylight savings, and then <clears throat> it was yesterday for the first time. You know, I had to put on a sweatshirt in the house. Yesterday was a little chillier. And do you guys do daylight savings? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Oh, just a week I didn't before, know that. Oh, a week before, right? Which it just okay. confuses everything in my in my life as far as talking well, to people in the states goes for just like a week, and then it's
0: also we're gonna stop doing daylight savings. Oh, fuck, that's right. Yeah. So so actually, forever yeah. or what or how is that? I we're gonna do I, after the spring daylight savings. I think that's gonna be the last time we're just gonna stay in that time.
1: Okay, forever. That's nice. That's nice. That's the better time, right? That's what we like.
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I was like trying to do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I went to a, a daylight savings party last night. Um, because <laughs> it, it was like the my friend who was hosting. It was like this is the last consecutive two ams we're gonna have. This is the last night we're gonna have an extra night, an extra hour to party. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> of our of our young lives. This is what she said. Um. And I was like, sure. But then I was like, I, you know, came home, made myself a sandwich um, at, you know, in the wee hours of the morning and like watched um, some really dumb reality TV. And then when I went to bed, I was like, it was like 4 a.m. But then I was just like, I remember, you know, I kind of had one of those nights where I was like tossing and turning a lot. Yeah. And in my dream, I remember I was trying to figure out how many hours of sleep I was going to get. But then I was like, (laughs) wait, we got an hour. (laughs) But then it's like, it doesn't change math.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It doesn't
0: change the fact that
1: it's still four in the fucking
0: morning. <laughs> right. Like whatever time I looked at the clock plus, you know, like, yeah, basically what time it is when you wake up minus what time it was when you looked at the clock. Like, right. I feel like you it only it only would make a difference if you go to bed before 11 or but sorry, before 12. Right. Because sure. then you'd get this like bonus hour at some point in the night. Right. You got an extra hour of partying, not of sleep, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I wanted it to be of sleep. Like, I was like, uh, yeah, like, because I was thinking, you know, I was like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it, But it was weird because it's this kind of weird, like, witching hour feel. You're like, where is the extra hour get added in? <laughs> you know, like, it's like, where do we lose time? And then, especially now, we don't physically set our clocks back. Right. Right. So it's just suddenly it's- your phone is just like, Stays on the same time, or I don't know how
1: it works. Like, just, yeah, it's like, just doesn't blink. It just kind of dead faces you and goes, What? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. I don't, I mean, I think that the thing is, is that when you woke up today at whatever time, you know, it felt like an hour later. I think that's, that's how I always experience it. Like, I wake up mm. at 10, but I feel, it feels like 11. I'm like, Ooh, nice okay see yeah i know this that, is the nice yeah. transition for sure like going back is i think falling back is always the nice thing this right. this by the way is quickly turning into one of those right. <laughs> a little, yeah a little bit of a ramble yeah nobody <laughs> wants to listen to but anyways it doesn't matter the point is is that anyways you yes even the good time forever and that's that's, that's the good time yeah but this the, the one in the spring is, is the good, good time. time but this is the nice yeah. transition where you get right,
0: because this one this one makes it darker, though. Um, exactly. And the last thing I'll say about it is, like, someone needs to write a fucking, like, sci-fi novel about the hour. What happens to Anything it? Anything could happen, you know? <laughs> like, some there's some, like, vortex. Yeah, yeah. Somebody so, has, I think. I
1: wonder if it was any good.
0: <laughs> I wonder. I, I imagine also, like, a murder mystery of, like, you kill somebody in that hour, and mm, you're, like, mm-hmm. you know— yeah, yeah. There's a murder that happens, and they're like, "What hour?" Right. Well, it's kind of like Ari and I <laughs> met on on Leap
1: Year day. Oh, so we're like, "When is our anniversary?" Hot. I
0: don't know. It's like it Hot. didn't happen, but it did. Okay, that's really cute. I like that a lot. Yeah. Oh my God, what an adorable meet cute! I still haven't heard your guys's. I don't think I've heard your meet cute, but oh, uh, not no, that's funny. Not yet.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, not yet, obviously. It's not too far away. Um, Anyhow.
0: <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. Getting into today's story. Um, this is honestly, I keep, I say this every time, but this is where things get good. I feel like in my, in my timeline of, of uh, penis and vaginas. <laughs> um, <laughs> what an so image. the last time you left me, <laughs> I was recovering from my unexpected heartbreak from a guy who I thought that maybe I could love, um, number 26. And yeah, you know, looking back, I'm grateful that that, you know, fell through as it were. But yeah, you know, it was fall time. I was living in Montana, um, but I was like on my way out. I had always kind of had like this end date on my time in Montana. I was like, I'm leaving at a certain point. Um, And I think it was like, yeah. So basically I was like working on, there was this like project I was staying for. I think it was like early November and I knew I was like leaving after that. And it all kind of like happened at once. Like I got back from like the film project that I was working on and then number 26 and I kind of like, you know, parted ways. And then I think it was like literally like a week later I was like supposed to leave. So it was just like, you know, sayonara. Right, Um, right.
1: Done and dusted.
0: Yeah, goodbye. (laughs) world um and then yeah so you know I've been working on my podcast I've been like trying to figure that whole thing out and you know teaching myself how to do that and also just kind of like I I don't know just trying to figure out what it is that I was doing and I'd had this like vision of wanting to take a road trip and like travel around and like interview people about choosing a meaningful life over a comfortable
1: life (laughs) yeah it's a fucking awesome idea I love it yeah
0: I, and also, it just felt right. I think at the time, I was like, "Okay, I'm leaning into it. I'm following this interest." And yeah, for the whole last year, I basically since you know I'd quit my corporate job and moved to Alaska, and like right. um, then went to the cabin and tried to work on it there, and then moved back to Missoula, and then went to the rafting company. Like, I, there's this whole series of events, and the whole time I'd been like, my goal was I wanted to travel and work on the podcast. And now I got, you know, had some money saved up from, you know, my summer of work and had like my, my loose ends tied up, like that, you know, my job, all things that I was supposed to do taken care of. And I was like, okay, now it's time for me to go work on my podcast. Nice. And yeah. So I I packed up all my shit. I know. God. (laughs) Yes. Right. I guess the closest thing we had to that was a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I could go back. No, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, I um, so basically had same car I have now, little tiny Toyota Yaris, packed up all my shit um into the little Toyota Yaris, uh drove it to my parents' house, and then hit the road. And wait, I think actually, yeah. I don't think I drove. Yeah, whatever. Who knows where my stuff went? I put my stuff in a corner of my parents' attic and left it there and was like, basically didn't see it again for years. But Another, uh, another podcast would be like, when I left my stuff in this place
1: and when I yeah. left my stuff in that place. <laughs> and where is my stuff now? The, the time when my dad had to go empty out my storage unit in Portland because oh. I just never came back
0: from South America. <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, like that's really challenging. I've only just gotten to the point where I kind of know where all my stuff is now and have a house again. And yeah, it's, it's really, it's, it's tricky. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And then you like, you, you save all this shit and then you're like, wait, I'm not going to use this. And then I would like, would like every time I'd go home, I would like just get rid of shit. Um, because yeah, I had saved the stuff from like this period of my life and then I was then I like, you know, years went by and I'd come visit and I'd be like, Right. I don't need this dress anymore. It's ugly and not in style anymore. Yeah. So exactly. anyway. <laughs> but at the time anyway. you're like, <laughs> well it's just it's hard right. when you're sentimental. Yeah. Which And also some I some know. stuff I'm like glad I saved. So it's it's dicey. But right, what can you do? You know? Yeah, so you know, it's early November. I'm, 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 I'm heading out on the road. And like, I very much remember the drive. So I headed west. Um, the drive from, I was headed to Portland. That was like stop number one. Stop number one was like revisiting my old life Oh yeah, and like perfect. seeing old friends, you know? I mean, <laughs> you can't get more like digging deep, you know, <laughs> on the meaning of life <laughs> than going back to yeah, like your old life before you had started this journey, or whatever. Right. Definitely your felt felt very <laughs> Yeah, it definitely felt very like significant, you know. Um but I just it's such a beautiful drive. Um you know, you're driving oh, yeah. like through the gorge and it's just absolutely stunning and the you know, I remember like the sun watching the sunset and it was just really beautiful. And I was like, wow, I'm going back to my old life and you know, I was thinking about my relationship with number 16. Um the great well adjusted guy who had you know supported my hopes and dreams and you know made me believe that I could do what I was doing now you know and i thought of <sighs> secure 16 i know secure 16 <laughs> uh, that's a great nickname for him um yeah i just thought of him fondly and i was like who knows like ma- what will it be like to see him again like, i knew i was going to see him again you know we hadn't really been talking um because I'd had a lot of other things going on in my life. And like, you know, we, he had also very healthy boundaries. And I feel like we, you know, we, yeah, we just kind of like cut ties more or less, but I still kind of had a little question mark, of like, how am I going to feel when I do see him again? Um, so yeah, you know, I stayed with some friends, um, had a really fun time, you know, kind of, uh, seeing old friends again and, um, the friend I was staying with, she had bought a house and, you know, it was kind of clear that she's like, it, I think this was like one of the first feelings I've, I'd had, you know, I was like 25, 26, I, I think it was 25 actually. Um, the first kind of feeling I'd had of, oh, like other people are growing up. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I am moving into my car, you know, <laughs> like, you know, and it's, it's like, I was definitely doing what I wanted to do. Like, I wasn't like jealous of her, but like. Just the feeling of like, okay, like other people are out here kind of doing their things and I'm kind of leaning into this strange like fantasy of mine. So um, yeah, just something to note there. Yeah, um, for sure. Well, it's, I mean, yeah.
1: at that time in my life, I I think I dealt with my discomfort around that type of shit by being super judgmental. I don't know if that's, if if you leaned into that at any point, but I would just be like, that is um, super dumb.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't don't feel that way, cool, but yeah, I no, I, I didn't feel that way. I think I was kind of like jealous. I was like, oh, that'd be nice to like have this cute little house. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think one of the th- things too, that like, this is the beginning of my travel period um, that like does last for a long time. And I... During that period, um, I visit a lot of friends and I get like this little like window into their life, and I think I kind of grew to appreciate it a lot for for that aspect. Like you kind of you can kind of like try on people's lifestyles and see uh-huh. if you would like it or not. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and I think I like it was also kind of clear to me that like I was like uh, I don't know like I don't want to be here in Portland. Like I was like. I don't know, I, I had fun hanging out with my friends, but I wasn't like, oh my gosh, I want to stay here. Like I was True. kind of like, I'm passing through, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Like, to go back to the <laughs> the theme of the podcast, uh-huh. you know? I'm just a just a tumbleweed, tumbling across the tundra. Um, <laughs> I'm a rambling woman. <laughs> um, yeah, so day three, I think I was there for like a long weekend or something. I met up with number 16, Um, and yeah, I I feel like we'd never really gotten a lot of closure to be honest, or maybe, you know, we'd had, we'd had some closure, but not all of it, if that makes sense. There's always like that last moment of closure too, where you're like, Mm. sometimes closure is just knowing that you made the right choice too. Mm. And, you know, I think also whenever you like break up with someone and then just like don't see them for a while, you're like, hmm you know, they, we just don't get that reassurance because when you are around them, you're like, okay, definitely made the right choice. Or, you know, if they're in the same city, like I think sometimes it's more trial by fire. Like you're like, you have to see them more. There's the chance that they're going to be around more, but at the same time, it, it like it solidifies you're not going to be together. Yeah. Um, and if you remember, like a lot of the reason we broke up actually was because we weren't going to live in the same place. So,
1: right. Yeah. And like, at least, you know, you're doing what you set out to do when you broke up with him. I I remember having that with number one. I was like, I can't move with, I can't go with you to this, you know, whatever stuffy Ivy League place. You know, I have to spread my wings and fly. And then the next time we meet up, I'm just like squatting in, like, a half-finished home in Southeast (laughs) Portland, and he's, like, cool. Like, I'm glad that (laughs) you're...
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, like, bringing it back to a Portland moment. But then you did get to reject him at some point, so that was also...
1: Yeah, and eventually I did do what I, you know, set out to do, and then when we would talk from, like, more, you know, a little bit further down the road, it was always, I always felt better about it for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, absolutely. Like, I feel like also, I mean, yeah, kind of relating it to what I was just talking about with like, you know, I was, their life was like, they were growing up and I was moving into my car. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to do shit like that if you're going to be like true to yourself. I think like, I very much could have just followed this like little traditional path of staying in my corporate job, going to brunch every Saturday and like going out and drinking on the weekends and you know, kind of thing. And I just like, didn't want to do that, you know? So Mm I, yeah, I definitely like knew it was right. Um, but yeah. yeah. And it was like also just really fun. Like I had like my camera and I don't know, I was like, I was like recording everything. Don't forget, like <laughs> literally everything. And so, yeah, so I, we were supposed to meet at a bar, but it was like pouring rain and he had his bike and he was like across town or something. It was like, I'll just come pick you up. And he was like, I remember him being like a little hesitant about it. And to be fair, to be clear, I'm talking about number 16. Right. Um, and um and then he's like, "Okay, sure." And then like he was just like kind of quiet in the car. And then I realized I was like, "Oh, you're seeing somebody." He's like, "Yeah, I have a girlfriend now." Okay. Yeah. How yeah. how did you you realize that because he was quiet in the car? Or I think he told me. Like, I don't remember exactly how it went down, but I definitely remember like I was like, "Oh, yeah, I'll just pick you up." You know, I was like, "Oh my god, it's so funny." Just like old times, blah blah blah. And he's like, "Okay, you should know. I have a girlfriend." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. So I think, like, the question in my mind was like, "Am I still gonna have feelings for him?" Right. You know. But and meanwhile, like he's maybe, like, "Are we gonna fitting into a relationship. Yeah, yeah. I think that I was mean, a question that was I, had. I had. A question for me. Yeah. I think that was definitely a question I had. Yeah. For sure. I, I think I like still had. Of course, I still had feelings for him because like anyone who says they don't have feelings for their like ex is like lying. Yeah. You know. Like, there's always gonna be a piece. Of, not always, but I mean, at least until you get that closure, there's going to be a piece of you that's like, you know, Sure. I, I love this part. Like you can't just unlove somebody, you know?
1: Yeah. You know, like that song in Spanish, <laughs> Sabor a Mi, you'll take with you in your mouth, the taste of me
0: forever. Oh God. Wow. Oh, great song. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs>
1: no, it's also it's
0: so, it's yeah. So good. <laughs> really paints a picture. Um, <laughs>
1: So there you are, um, with a little taste of him in your mouth, and you picked him up. I would,
0: yeah, and then I was like, oh, okay, And the, but that was also like, I, I don't remember being upset, but I remember being kind of like surprised, you know, I was like, okay, cool, like, but then, you know, healthy boundaries, I was like, good for you, and so we went to a bar, Um, we talked about politics, I think I asked if I could record the conversation, he was like very down with it, Um cool. because this is like, you know this man has NPR tattooed on his chest. Like he's, <laughs> he's here for it, you know? Um, uh, and you know, it was, I wanted to get like his, we, we talked a lot about like podcasts we were listening to and you're just like nerded out. And like, I really do miss this about him. Like I love like talking to him about stuff like that. And so just had a like great conversation and he was telling me that he like, liked what I was putting together with the podcast. And like, he was like kind of, you know, supportive, blah, blah, blah. And, Remember, we also talked about politics. Um, And then like, I feel like I was like, I just started talking about like our relationship and I was like, I am like so sorry about how things went down because if you guys remember, you know, it's a couple episodes ago, like I did cheat on him basically. Yeah. You know? And then, so I actually have this whole thing recorded and I was like, yeah, I like ruined it. You know, like I feel like I like totally, and he was like, you know, he, and he reached out and like, I think he like put his like hand on my arm and he was like, no, you didn't ruin anything. Like I fucking had to let you go. Oh my
1: God. And you have this know. recorded?
0: Yeah. And I actually put this in um, an episode of my old podcast.
1: Oh shit.
0: I didn't yeah. hear this one. Yeah. It's actually, it was it was definitely like a, like a poignant moment to like capture, I think. Uh,
1: Link in show notes, please. <laughs>
0: You know, I feel like I should republish, like I actually don't have it live right now, but I should republish it and link it because actually like everything we talk about in the next, in in this phase of my life is like captured. Um, Yeah. So yes, the next, the next, uh, my next number will also be captured um, on podcast. So cool. Anyway, um, yeah, so, um, but yeah, so, I just realized there's, uh, anyway, sorry, I just remembered something that happens in like the next number and I'm like, holy shit, yeah, that was a wild time. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, so there's just like a poignant moment and like, like, again, it was just, it was so tender and like sweet. You know, uh, he's just he's just a good human. Sweet,
1: secure 16.
0: He's beautiful. And you know, the next day I got in my car and I was like, all right, I'm leaving town today. I'm heading down south. To like the unknown, I've never driven the 101 myself, you know, like uh-huh, very um, cool. all the way down to California. I was like, okay, let's fucking do this. Like, it was like, okay, my trip from Montana to Portland was like retracing my steps. And now I was headed into uncharted territory and on my way out of town, um, which it actually was on the way, I drove past our old apartment, um, uh, number 16s and I, and, you know, I looked in that window and it was, it was cracked um, the window where we'd had like our bed. Uh huh. And I just remember like looking up at it and I was like, okay, like, yeah, goodbye, old life. And then I like drove off, you know?
1: You mean, wow, that's <laughs> so good. So you mean like the, the <laughs> curtains were like slightly open or something? Like you could kind of see in? Or what do you mean it was cr- like?
0: Like it was, I remember always like sitting in our bed, like looking out that window and like seeing like my neighbor like smoke weed behind his fence. Uh huh. Um, and he was like a dad of twins, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> I always remember that detail. And like, it was like the window was like cracked, or like, I would, you know, would have the window up and there'd be like a breeze coming in. Yeah. And then when I parked outside, I looked up at the window and the window was like, you know, cracked open. And there was like, I was like, I don't know. It, and also, I think there might have been like a curtain moving, you know, yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that, right, like right, right. in the breeze sure, kind of sure, thing. Sure. I don't know why that feels like a significant detail to share.
1: No, I just fucking love young Mariah. She's like, I'm going to go to the apartment and I'm going to look up (laughs) my old window and I'm going to have a moment because I have a podcast in the future. I'll have another (laughs) podcast and I, this is material.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I think it was just like, I don't know. I think there's something about just like, facing it, like come coming face to face with your old self. I think there's a very weird thing that happens when you are somebody who moves around a lot and it feels like, actually, I feel like I, I identified this feeling at that time and described it this exact same way. It's like, you can see the place where you used to be, but you don't fit there anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so so you're kind of like, it's just this weird self reflection, exploration thing. I mean, you know, try it sometime, listeners. Like, leave a place for a year and then go back and it's so weird. Oh, it's
1: so weird. For me, in Portland specifically, the way I describe it is that I keep unexpectedly running into my adolescent ghost, like making out on a street oh, yeah. corner or just like getting high in a parking lot. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck, I know this fucking part. Oh, oh, God. Oh, there's, oh. And then I'm just yeah. there again, or like I'm seeing myself being there. And it is, it's, yeah, it's weird, but it's cool.
0: It's, it is, it's kind of thrilling. And I feel like if you're, if you go back to a place like with somebody else where you used to live, you're like, I always find myself being like, wait, wait, I used to go to this all the time. I'd be like, I used to come here all the time. And the other person's like, cool, cool. cool. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> you
1: should do it alone, probably.
0: <laughs> but I think what's it's what's weird is that, um, like, just the memories are so weird. It's like something is, it's weird to me how something can just be like your day-to-day life. And then all of a sudden it's totally gone. Like, and it, you only have like this memory of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bizarre. I, mean, I guess it's normal, but it just feels like I've had a lot of different lives. Yeah, a lot of incarnations. It, yeah, exactly. And it feels like they're not totally like connected. It's like they're, the only connection is me. Crazy, right? Such a stoner thought. Anyway, um, yeah. Heather. So you know, okay. I was really excited to be taking that journey, and um, so I basically drove you know all the way down the one hundred and one and. Stayed in a hotel on the beach um, one night and then ended up in Marin County um, outside of San Francisco um, like two days later or so. Um, Yeah, also kind of had like my little driving down the 101 um, Big Sur kind of vibe. Nice. Um, That's where my parents met. Oh, cute. (laughs) Actually, I'm like, did I drive through Big Sur? Maybe Maybe it was just like close to Big Sur anyway. Um, because Big Sur is actually closer between San Francisco and LA. So I don't think it was actually Big Sur. But anyway, it was like very Big Sur-esque. Big Sur adjacent, Um, sure, sure. Big Sur, Sur, literally, literally Big Sur adjacent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So yeah, um, so basically that is kind of where my next leg of the trip was. I lived, my friend at the time was living at her sister's house in Marin County um, in the shop it was like the the shop in the back had like a little like half finished apart room and i remember like there was (laughs) no bathroom there and so sometimes we had to like go into the house to use the bathroom and so sometimes we just like pee in her sister's yard um yeah and who is uh, this friend how do you know her uh, she, was, she actually um, dated my brother okay. for a little bit, uh, way back when, like when they were very, very young. Okay. So anyway. So from like, uh, from child, or yeah, your adolescence or college years. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and um, yeah, so I like, I a kind of like random set of occurrences happen here. I like meet up with an old friend from college um, who... Her One of her friends that he grew up, that she grew up with actually went to the Peace Corps in Panama. (gasps) Yeah. And do you know who he knew?
1: Number Uh, five.
0: I do. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And I interviewed him for my podcast, of course. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, yeah. And I remember, like, I... I just, like, that just, like, triggered this, like, and he was, like, talking, he's, like, oh, like, I remember when we we met, he was, like, oh, I know who you are. I've heard a lot about you. Oh, my God. And keep in mind, like, I've had, like, three fragmented conversations with number five in the last, like, you know, and now it's been, like, uh, either, I think it's been, like, three years since I've seen him at this point.
1: Right. Okay. So, and in those three years, obviously, he went into the Peace Corps in Panama, Mm -hmm. And so now you randomly run into this guy and he, he knows who, not
0: only does he know number five, but he knows who you are. Yeah. Through number five. And he was like, yeah, I've spent a lot of time talking about you. Oh my God. (laughs) That is crazy. What did that make you feel? I know. Um, that made me feel like I had some unresolved feelings for number five because I already kind of knew that, um, I think I mentioned that I had reached out to him like when I'd first started my podcast, um, like a, like the year previous when mm-hmm. I had moved into the cabin. I think I mentioned I'd sent number five an email that said, I still have feelings for you. I want to see you again. Did you mention that? Fuck, Did I totally Did I gloss forgot. over that? I think there may have been just a, a bit of glossing
1: going on. Yeah,
0: there probably was. Um, anyway, I had kind of like, or maybe I forgot. Even when, even when number 16 and I were together, like I still kind of, realize that I had these like unresolved feelings I, I actually talked to number five at one point when number 16 and I were together and I remember just feeling like oh I still like feel like I in a way I think that might have been why I didn't want to like settle down in a way yeah with like number 16 you know not that we were like settling down but I think I I just needed to answer the question like is there still something there uh-huh. kind of
1: did you um, respond
0: to your email? Yeah, he did. He was like, I am um, I'm so flattered. Thank you for thinking of me. It was really annoying because he didn't actually be like, No, I'm not interested in you. Like I wanted him to be like, No, I like no thing. like I like no, I I don't, you know, there's nothing there. Right. You know, I wanted him to say that, but he didn't. Of he course. Said, no. Why would he do that? I mean, he kind of did. He said, um, you know, I I'm like so flattered. Thank you for thinking of me. I think of you fondly. Um, Ouch. And then he said, I actually have a girlfriend now. Um, okay. And then I think you said something like, you know, so at this point, like it's 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 I don't or like right now. I don't think of you in that way. Okay. Right now, which kind of feels like he's saying that, but like it was very like to me. It felt very non-committal.
1: Well, yeah, and I mean, I only say why? Why would he? Why would he say that ever? Because I just feel like his whole shtick is like never letting you quite exactly. So there's really no, there's really nothing in it for him to just be like, you know, because he's not number 16, he's number five. So there's really nothing in it for him to just be like, let's, you know, resolve this so that we can both continue on and be like healthy, loving partners for other people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I kind of just want him to be like, you know, like, yeah, I feel like we're over. I don't know. I mean, and maybe he was saying that in, you know, looking back. I'm like, okay, that's pretty clear. I have a girlfriend. I don't think of you that way. I don't remember his exact wording, but it's like, you know, he definitely was like, I'm, I'm not interested now. But I was like, but. But the now is kind of important isn't it now it doesn't matter we're soulmates yeah okay? exactly so, the thing. like you'd have your little girlfriend yeah totally like you guys exist outside of space and time so <laughs> right exactly so yeah so definitely and I had never known from like the other side like what was going through number five's head right so when this he is crazy. when he not many people
1: when he left for the peace Corps to just talk right. to someone yeah. Ooh, I mean, I guess you can always call up your ex's best friend, but it's frowned upon, you
0: know. It's definitely frowned upon. And I think I was always just like I never knew what was going on behind the curtain because like he just left and like was he's also very like does not ever I don't know, even even if we were in a relationship, I don't know what what the hell's going on behind the curtain at all times. He's not like the most right. open about what he was feeling. And yeah, we would chat, and it would just be like, "Oh yeah, everything's good." Peace Corps wanted to say hi to you. I'm calling from my village payphone or whatever. Right. But I never knew, yeah, like I never knew what he was feeling. And so to hear that he was like talking about his feelings about me yeah. to a friend um, while he was in the Peace Corps was like, wow, that was very significant to hear. You know, just that it that it was significant to him because how he would act when we talked was that it. It was just like, oh, no big thing. We're just friends. You know what I mean? Like, of we're course, just friends. Yeah. Like, not a big deal. Right. So I was like, clearly it's a big deal if this man has talked to you about me for many hours. Right. So, yeah. Um, I just to wrap this up. So I'm going to tell this, the kind of the end of this story. I'm going to tell it a little differently than it actually happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so basically, a little fiction, like, a little fiction, in there. <laughs> little fiction. So the next stop on my trip was actually San Diego, where I was going to go stay with um, the one and only Dr. Morgan Anderson. She had moved there San and she was doing her like postdoc <laughs> there, um, but uh, her residency or whatever you call it. Anyway, I think postdoc might be the word. But yeah, so I went there for a week or two, Um, but. But after that, I went to Arizona. So I'm actually going to tell the California leg of the journey in the next episode, um, number 28. Okay. Not the next episode, but my number 28, whenever that comes out. And I'm going to skip ahead to Arizona. Um, Yeah, I know. Call me crazy. I'm going out of of context here. Okay. All right. I'm just going to have to follow you there. Because um, that is my number. This is going to be my number twenty-seven. Okay. But there are a lot of things that happen in California that need to be told, that lead up to number 28. Got it. I don't know. Call me crazy. But, um, yeah, sure, so... I'm going with it. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I headed to Arizona where I met up with a guy that I had met on a lavender farm um, that summer in Montana. And he lived in Phoenix. Dude. <laughs> and then... Okay, yeah, sorry. But, it doesn't matter to anyone else, but...
1: I worked on a lavender farm in Montana. I wonder if it was the same people. Was it in Paradise? Doesn't matter.
0: Yes. Oh, shit. That's hilarious. Okay. It totally was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Um, Yeah. So uh, picked him up and we, like, he was just like this. He's very... He was a very like kind of like work on a farm kind of a guy, Um, long hair, you know, very, very nice person, like a very, very, very nice person. Um, He was like, you know, kind of safe and fun. And I, you know, we kind of had a little flirtation, but I had like, you know, it was just like he was just someone I knew at this point in time. I'm like posting on Facebook, like, oh, who's here? Who's there? Whatever. And he was just like a touch point in Arizona. Uh But also was like thought he was cool, you know? Um, and yeah, so we hooked up and immediately after I was like, I don't know if I'm that into you, <laughs> but I was like, but you're cool. So let's hang out. Um, so we drove to Tucson and he introduced me to his friends who lived there and they're this like awesome, like family. So there's like this kind of siblings who all hung out together who are really cool. Um, and I felt so like welcomed and just felt like part of the group and I kind of wanted to move there. And I also fell in love with the saguaro cacti um, and just had this like kind of transcendental moment, like watching the sunset in um, the, in Gates Pass in Tucson, Arizona, where mm. there's just all these saguaro cacti everywhere. And it, like when the sun goes down, it lights up all the needles and all reflects the sunset. And it's just absolutely stunning. Like, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. So yeah, um, that's where I will, will leave it for today.
1: Okay. 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 So you did you, a wild ride. Did you? Yeah. man. I feel like we were on this road trip with you and we've made so many stops and I'm, I know I'm like, I feel like I need to like get out and stretch and like get some fries or something. Use the, use the some gas French station fries. restroom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so you guys hooked up and then and you like kept hanging out. Did you keep sleeping together during that time? Or how did you it manage that? Bit,
0: it was a bit awkward because we were all having a lot of fun together. I think I was only there like, I think we only stayed in Tucson. Like I think it was there two nights, maybe one night. I love you. So not I mean, long. Everywhere you go that you have fun, you're like, I think I'm going to move here. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you- <laughs> no, absolutely. 100%. When you came to I,
1: Philly, you were like, I think I should move here. I was like, definitely. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, yes, 100%. That is so, so true. Um, yeah, I yeah I, I remember we were like, I think we were like crashing on like the floor or something. And um, I remember him like, yeah, trying to get close to me. And I, it's like, I was like, oh, I'm, I think I'm good for the, I don't know. You know, just kind of this awkward, like we're all hanging, I'm hanging out with like your friends. They've taken me into their home. Right. And I'm like, and then you're like thinking, oh yeah, we're like hooking up, and I kind of have to like, you know, politely right. decline. I don't know; it's just a bit awkward. Right, right,
1: right. Because you because you guys had hooked up like the first night you were hanging out, like yeah, in the place that he lived or something like that. Yeah, right, right. But sounds
0: like he he took it took it pretty well. Yeah, he did. He was a nice guy, you know. Um, yeah. I do feel bad for the, all the people that I feel like I've like gone into this full blown, like I've been, you know, run, like ran full on into this like physical relationship before I really know if I want to. And then I like take a hard right turn and I'm like, let's just be friends. (laughs) I mean, like, that's not going to feel good. Right. I should have been more, oh, I don't know. Maybe like I should have, Given it a little bit more time before I slept with him because I think I probably would have quickly realized that I was not into it. But I mean, I literally, yeah. like I literally showed up at his house from my drive and then hooked up with him like an hour later. <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> but so it's I mean I mean look to each their own and like
1: why not like yeah sometimes you just want to bust a nut but like i guess i'm curious like you know because i think sometimes there i think people are different this way some people need to sleep with people to know if they like them and some people need to know if they like them just sleep with them
0: in a way yeah and some people go through, I mean, I think we all go through different phases with that. Sure, sure, sure. Maybe some more than others. But yeah, in this phase, I was very much like, oh, whatever. Like I was, again, to pull it back to the theme, like I was just passing through, you know? So I was just like, "Yeah, Why don't not? mind if I do. I was also very much in my like, I mean, to borrow a phrase, lean in era. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I'm using it in the same way, Cheryl <laughs> Sandberg. Like sees it, but basically saying yes to every situation, every like interaction, you know, just like leaning in. I'm here for it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You want to have sex? Like, sure, let's have sex. Like, I kind of like you. You're cool. Yeah, you're a nice guy. <laughs> I like your. Living you're in. nice. <laughs> you're nice. <laughs> you're a nice guy. Thanks for letting me stay at your house.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, cause that's also like a real thing, you know. You just feel the the pressure sometimes, like. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I've had this feeling before where I'm like, why is it that like every time a guy does me a favor, I feel like I kind of owe him a blowjob, like low-key. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right? I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know. I think it was also just like at this point in time, like, you know, there's this like currency of sex as well. And like, I, I, what I really wanted, honestly, more than a place to stay was like someone to like hang out with.
1: Yeah.
0: You know? So I was like, let's hang out. And then I was like, oh, wait, like, I guess that's probably what you want. Because, I mean, that's kind of what it ha- ends up being sometimes with guys. Where you're like, oh, we're friends. And then, like, they want to hook up. So I'm like, well, fuck it. Like, let's. Yeah, like, up, that's not know. a problem, you know. Yeah. And so, like, kind of. Sure, is, I can I have no strings attached sex with you. Yeah, but just, like, the one time. I also think I did kind of like him a little bit, too. Because I think there'd been a little bit of like sexual tension between us. And I was like, okay, sure. let's explore this. Right. And you're yeah. like, cool. Explored. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> like, goodbye. Yeah. Box checked. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I yeah.
0: love it. Amazing. Yep. Good times. Um, cool. Well, thanks for coming along on this ride. Um, I'm. We'll talk to you soon, I guess.
1: Yeah, indeed. Yes, yes. Thanks. For, <laughs> thanks everyone. Thanks for listening. for
0: listening. Baby, if you want me come and get me. I swear I'll make it easy on my eyes is what you are and I don't care. Who knows it? Thanks for listening to What's Your Number. This episode was produced by Olivia and Mariah. Music is by No Fancy editing and mastering by lightning the cavern works you can learn more about us and check out our blog at whatsyournumberpod.com and if you enjoyed what you heard today leave us a review wherever podcasts are found and subscribe to hear about more sexcapades